Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Uh, This is Dr. Dan, and we are talking with Keith Broders, the founder of the Constitution Club. And again, that website is http a forward slash forward slash colon constitution club dot ning dot com. We're discussing uh, in our in our last episode. We were discussing education. Keith Broders is an educator, and uh, as su- as such, he uh, enjoys learning and understands that he has to educate himself in order to educate others. We talked about education of youth. And as you know, the education of youth is critical for dictators uh, of all kinds to control the population. If they have a group of, of dependent uh, children, children who are complacent, who are compliant, and who have been fed uh, brain, and brainwashed with lies, then you have generation, one or two generations of people that you can count on for loyalty. So my question to you is, uh, we went all over all that history, the Soviet Union and, and Hitler and, and uh, things of that nature. But today we're faced with an even larger problem, and that is social media, where social media can reach kids in enormous ways and can influence them uh, enormously because, as we know, when you present images and words together, that's how you get the uh, you really have an impact that is enormous, especially on kids. Well, this is very true. I think that the, the thing I want to mention at this point is the fact that in our history, we know that around the turn of the century, there was a group of men like uh, John D. Rockefeller, J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie, who were oftentimes referred to as the robber barons, and they were men who were able to accumulate vast sums of money. And they, frankly, did not like a federal government, and they did not like a constitution because it restrained their ability to be able to create monopolies and to be able to completely dominate their industries. And so these robber barons, they they realized that it was very important that they got public support. So they, they generally donated from vast amounts of money. They were known as philanthropists. They donated tremendous amounts of money to promote education, but it was, it was not education that they were promoting. It was promoting the indoctrination. They wanted to create obedient uh, factory workers, people who would not be competitors, their competitors, but people who would frankly be willing to serve in their factories to help them to be able to generate even more money. But they also realized that in in addition to being able to control the schools 
in education, they also realized that they needed to control the mass media. They 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 needed to control both 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 of those. And so even today, as we speak, it is the London bankers and the Wall Street corporations that control what we see and hear on the radio and television and in the newspapers, and what our children receive in our public schools. These things are all basically uh, tools of the financial elite to enslave the people. Well, this is obviously true, and and uh, but we have um, and 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 obviously you you you've discussed the history of this, uh, Keith, which obviously is important. But what I'm talking about is the methods of do of exercising that control today are so much more pervasive uh, with the social media, the availability of images and and spoken words and written words together on a small cell phone, and you see kids two, three, four years of age already have cell phones, and the indoctrination, of course, begins. And then when you get uh, groups like Google and Amazon and all of those people who uh, control these news outlets, virtually every single piece of information that young people get is controlled and is, in fact, brainwashing them to believe certain things to be true, even though you and I and many of our listeners, if not most, know that these are not true facts. These are manufactured facts made uh, lies specifically told to influence people in a certain political and social direction. Well, one of the, one of the things that, that uh, going back to the beginning of our the, the history is there was two basic things. Most the founding fathers were primarily interested in, in basically not repeating the failures of the British government. They did not want to have tyranny in this country. They wanted this to be a land of liberty. Liberty was their primary goal, and uh, they basically felt that liberty was most important. Now the the, the, the Federalists or the, the people who call themselves the Federalists, who were really the Nationalists, what they wanted to do is they wanted to create a government that had the ability to control people. So there was a complete difference of opinion. It's either liberty or security, what is most important. And obviously Benjamin Franklin basically said that a, that a nation that, ex, that um, gives up its liberty for security will receive neither. And so the, the, many of the problems that we're facing today are the result of people being afraid. People are afraid of domestic terrorists. So what do they do? They're willing to give up some of their their liberties in order to be safe. Well, this this is uh, this just doesn't really work. If you take a look, at, there have been so many what we call false flag operations over the years. In order for a country to go to war, they need to get the people to be afraid. And once the once the people are afraid, they're willing to do things which they normally would never do. For example, in the case of World War II and the bombing of Pearl Harbor, most people don't realize the fact that in July of 1941, Franklin Roosevelt had made plans to do a preemptive bombing of Tokyo. And this is uh, you can see this if you if you check your uh, if you check it up. Um, Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs did an interview on 2020, where they talked about uh, FDR's plans to bomb Japan. But the FDR's advisor told them that that was ill-advised, that they should wait and they should provoke Japan into bombing us first so that we would come across as being the, 
the victim of, uh, of Japanese aggression. And so uh, this, to me, is pretty much proof, you know, that, that FDR knew exactly what he was doing and that he allowed the 3,000 or so people in Pearl Harbor to be killed in order to be able to give him a pretense to go to war, which he knew would allow him to be able to uh, declare war on Germany, which the American people were unwilling to do until the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Well, it's, again, manipulation of people through the use of the media. Uh, it's it's an ongoing thing, and the more pervasive uh, and the more invasive the media gets, uh, the more this is possible. Uh, and then you couple this along with what we've already talked about is the indoctrination and brainwashing of the youth, and you end up with a situation where young people grow up not being able to think for themselves, not being able to uh, separate themselves out from the herd, so to speak. Uh, and and what res- the result is is that we have a generation or two of people who cannot logically, cannot create, cannot take facts and reach logical conclusions. Number one, the facts they get are lies, most of them anyway, but even if they had the truth, they, their psyche has been molded to the point where the facts always must lead to a certain conclusion that they have, has been predetermined by their brainwashing. Well, the, um, the situation is, is that we live in a land where basically we are, we are told that certain things are true, and what we need to do is we need to do what Benjamin Franklin suggested, and that is we need to question authority. Just because somebody in a social position as being an expert says something doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. And it's important that we use the brain that God gave us to be able to evaluate the facts and draw our own conclusions. And this is something that most people most people don't want to be responsible. They want to be free, but they want someone else to take care of them at the same time. They don't want to be responsible. And obviously with liberty comes responsibility. And uh, you can't have one essentially without the other. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Uh, This is Dr. Dan, and we are talking with Keith Broders, the founder of the Constitution Club. And again, that website is http a forward slash forward slash colon constitution club dot ning 
com. Uh, we're discussing uh, in our in our last episode. We were discussing education. Keith Broders is an educator, and uh, as su- as such, he uh, enjoys learning and understands that he has to educate himself in order to educate others. We talked about education of youth. And as you know, the education of youth is critical for dictators uh, of all kinds to control the population. If they have a group of, of dependent uh, children, children who are complacent, who are compliant, and who have been fed uh, brain, and brainwashed with lies, then you have generation one or two generations of people that you can count on for loyalty. So my question to you is, uh, we went all over all that history, the Soviet Union and, and Hitler and, and uh, things of that nature. But today we're faced with an even larger problem, and that is social media, where social media can reach kids in enormous ways and can influence them uh, enormously because, as we know, when you present images and words together, that's how you get the uh, you really have an impact that is enormous, especially on kids. Well, this is very true. I think that the, the thing I want to mention at this point is the fact that in our history, we know that around the turn of the century, there was a group of men like uh, John D. Rockefeller, J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie, who were oftentimes referred to as the robber barons, and they were men who were able to accumulate vast sums of money. And they, frankly, did not like a federal government, and they did not like a constitution because it restrained their ability to be able to create monopolies and to be able to completely dominate their industries. And so these robber barons, they they realized that it was very important that they got public support. So they, they generally donated vast amounts of money. They were known as philanthropists. They donated tremendous amounts of money to promote education, but it was it was not education that they were promoting. It was promoting the indoctrination. They wanted to create obedient uh, factory workers, people who would not be competitors, their competitors, but people who would frankly be willing to serve in their factories to help them to be able to generate even more money. But they also realized that in, in addition to being able to control the schools and education, they also realized that they needed to control the mass media. They, they, they needed to control both, both, both of those. And so even today, as we speak, it is the London bankers and the Wall Street corporations that control what we see and hear on the radio and television and in the newspapers and what our children receive in our public schools. These things are all basically uh, tools of the financial elite to enslave the people. Well, this is obviously true, and and uh, but we have um, and 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 obviously you you you've discussed the history of this, uh, Keith, which obviously is important. But what I'm talking about is the methods of do of exercising that control today are so much more pervasive uh, with the social media. The availability of images and and spoken words and written words together on a small cell phone, and you see kids two, three, four years of age already have cell phones, and the indoctrination, of course, begins. And then when you get uh, groups like Google and Amazon and all of those people who uh, control these news outlets, virtually every single piece of information that young people get 
is controlled and is in fact brainwashing them to believe certain things to be true, even though you and I and many of our listeners, if not most, know that these are not true facts. These are manufactured facts made uh, lies specifically told to influence people in a certain political and social direction. Well, one of the one of the things that, that uh, going back to the beginning of our of the the history is he, there was two basic things. Most the founding fathers were primarily interested in, in basically not repeating the failures of the British government. They did not want to have tyranny in this country. They wanted this to be a land of liberty. Liberty was their primary goal, and. Uh, they basically felt that liberty was most important. Now, the, 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 the Federalists, or the, the people who call themselves the Federalists, who were really the Nationalists, what they wanted to do is they wanted to create a government that had the ability to control people. So there was a complete difference of opinion. It's either liberty or security, what is most important. And obviously, Benjamin Franklin basically said that a, that a nation that... that um, gives up its liberty for security, rulers receive neither. And so the, the, many of the problems that we're facing today are the result of people being afraid. People are afraid of domestic terrorists. So what do they do? They're willing to give up some of their their liberties in order to be safe. Well, this, this is... Not, this just doesn't really work. If you take a look, there have been so many what we call false flag operations over the years. In order for a country to go to war, they need to get the people to be afraid. And once they get, once the people are afraid, they're willing to do things which they normally would never do. For example, in the case of World War II and the bombing of Pearl Harbor, most people don't realize the fact that in July of 1941, Franklin Roosevelt had made plans to do a preemptive bombing of Tokyo, and this is uh, you can see this if you if you check your uh, if you check it up. Um, Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs did an interview on 2020 where they talked about uh, FDR's plans to bomb Japan, but the FDR's advisor told them that that was ill-advised; that they should wait and they should provoke. Japan into bombing us first, so that we would come across as being the the victim of uh, of Japanese aggression, and so uh, this to me is pretty much proof, you know, that that FDR knew exactly what he was doing, and that he allowed the three thousand or so people in Pearl Harbor to be killed in order to be able to give him a pretense to go to war, which he knew would allow him to be able to. Uh, declare war on Germany, which the American people were unwilling to do until the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Well, it's, again, manipulation of people through the use of the media. Uh, it's, it's an ongoing thing, and the more pervasive uh, and the more invasive the media gets, uh, the more this is possible. Uh, and then you couple this along with what we've already talked about is the indoctrination and brainwashing of the youth. And you end up with a situation where young people grow up not being able to think for themselves, not being able to uh, separate themselves out from the herd, so to speak. Uh, and, and what res the result is, is that we have a generation or two of people who cannot logically, cannot create cannot take facts 
and reach logical conclusions. Number one, the facts they get are lies, most of them anyway, but even if they had the truth, they their psyche has been molded to the point where the facts always must lead to a certain conclusion that they have has been predetermined by their brainwashing. Well, the um, the situation is is that we live in a land where basically we are we are told that certain things are true, and what we need to do is we need to do what Benjamin Franklin suggested, and that is we need to question authority. Just because somebody in a social position as being an expert says something doesn't necessarily mean that it's true, and it's important that we use the brain that God gave us to be able to evaluate the facts and draw our own conclusions, and this is something that most people... Most people don't want to be responsible. They want to be free, but they want someone else to take care of them at the same time. They don't want to be responsible. And obviously, with liberty comes responsibility, and uh, you can't have one essentially without the other. 